This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 119. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Kelly Hurst. Brett Hurst here. And we are marriage educators and co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed to help you take your marriage to the next level. Oh, I can't wait. Hooray! Hooray! Well, today's tip of the day is a book by Dr. John Gottman called The Relationship Cure. Hmm which is a great book. I think any book by John Gottman is a great book, but Hmm. The Relationship Cure is an especially good one. Well, today's episode is called Turn, Turn, Turn. Oh, I love that song. You want to sing it? No. There is a (laughs) turn, turn. Well, there you go. I thought we could harmonize. Not doing it. Oh, wow. That's very, very sad. You left me hanging. Based on Ecclesiastes 3. So true. Yeah. Well, by the birds. So let me start this episode out by saying there's a funny scene in one of our family's favorite TV shows called Family Ties from the 80s. And Stephen and Elise have made plans to go out to a nice dinner one night. They're a husband and wife. Yeah, husband and wife. Sorry. Mom and a dad. That's right. Stephen comes home from work to find Elise just totally stressed out. She's under this big deadline at work. She's trying to help their daughter finish a school project, and she's just completely frazzled. And he just kind of innocently says to her, so, Elise, are you ready to go? And she just snaps at him and says, Stephen, if you really cared about me at all, you wouldn't be taking me out to a nice dinner tonight. Which I think you have said to me before. Probably. To which he responds with this very deadpan, you're right. What a cad I am. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is an example of what Dr. John Gottman calls a bid for connection. And the way we respond to those bids is a key part of our relational health. So Gottman says we have three options of responding to our partner's bids for connection. We can turn toward, we can turn away, or we can turn against. And each one of those responses has a particular consequence. Hmm. So let's break it down. So when Stephen asked Elise if she was ready to go to dinner, this was his bid for connection Mm -hmm. with her, right? The cad. Right. Now, when our partner gives us a bid, our best response is to turn toward them. To receive the bid. To receive the bid. So we can do this unemotionally or we can do it with great excitement. We can even say, oh, give me a minute, honey, and I'll be there in just a second. These are all just turning toward a person's bid for connection. When we turn towards someone, the result is that our partner knows that we're there for them. They know that they will find a receptive partner. They will likely make more bids and then our connection and our trust grows. So, so it builds into our relational health. Bids begat more bids. Bids begat more bids. That's a great name for this <laughs> rename episode. The, rename the episode. So an example. So that would be a, an, a, an example of turning toward would be like, oh, I'm coming. You know, mm-hmm. give me a second. You know, whatever. Even though she was really frazzled. Yeah. So an example of turning away would be if Elise had said, I can't go. I'm too busy. She would have communicated that she's not really there for Stephen. She's choosing something over him. And the result 
of turning away would be that he feels unimportant in her life. So he might feel rejected. He might begin to express fewer bids Mm -hmm. for connection. And if that's done enough times, then their bond can start to really weaken. Mm -hmm. So, and then the, the far more negative way to react is to turn against a bid for connection. Which is kind of what Elise does. Of course, it's all done in this comedy kind of scene, but she kind of criticizes him for making the bid. Yeah, even though if she was not stressed out, this she is, would love to go to dinner. It's exactly what she would want. Because she had made the plans with him, actually. They had both agreed they were going to go out. Interesting. So when we're whenever we're punished or criticized for asking for something from our spouse, we are much less likely to try again. For that bid. So true. So we might avoid the conflict altogether. We might suppress our feelings. And then the result is that the connection really starts to wane. And if turning against bids is a common response, the whole marriage bond just breaks down. If that pattern of refusing bids is repeated and reinforced. And it's again, it's not turning away it's turning against Hmm. that's that's the more negative Mm -hmm. turning away sometimes happens just because we're busy Mm -hmm. or we're selfish or whatever turning against over time can really bring contempt although i will say the turning away which sounds benign Mm -hmm. if there's not communication about it it will seem the same as turning against true exactly so now just suppose that stephen had walked in and just kind of read the room and sized up what was going on. If she, if he had figured out, surmised that she was under a great deal of stress. Yeah, if he had really paid attention, sensed how stressed she was, maybe his approach would have been a little different. Like, he could have offered to help her with something mm-hmm. or maybe suggest that they go out another night. You know, so... From her pressure cooker perspective, his bid to go out to dinner was simply one more thing on her plate. Like from his end, he thinks, wow, I'm really doing something special for my wife. But like you said, he's not completely locked in with how much stress she's under. Because what he's thinking on his drive home is, oh, I can't wait to go out with my wife. I'm looking so forward to that. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think had he changed his approach, which I think would have been the ideal situation, But, you know, in truth, the scene plays out probably more realistically the way most of us are. Mm -hmm. So what can couples do? They can learn to recognize the patterns of bid for connect of bids for connection in their particular in their particular because everyone has different ways they ask for bids or receive bids. That's right. And start to recognize the patterns of what our own bids for connection are look like and what our partners look like. And then what is the response typically? Mm-hmm. What is that pattern? Then, as we say all the time, Brett, they can get the vocabulary and the language of just this this idea of turning toward, turning away, turning against. When you have that kind of shorthand, that kind of vocabulary, it can just help you be so much more productive in conversations. I know that's helped us a lot. So w- maybe recapping after an awkward or a incomplete moment happens like in that sitcom scene, uh-huh. then they can 
talk about it later and say, okay, this is what happened. Process it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is how I felt when you, you know, snapped at me. I was just trying to be nice. And, right. Well, couldn't you see that I was so stressed out? And it then they can really. Wasn't my intention to turn away the bed and yeah. get hurt feelings and exactly. all that type of thing. And then, you know, just to be able to discuss, like you're talking about, Brett, discuss the consequences of those patterns. Mm -hmm. And I think when couples, when couples have these kind of moments and then they never process them, those are what start to really build into the negative contempt relationship. Mm -hmm. The couples who, you know, every couple makes these kinds of mistakes with mm -hmm. each other. Sure. Because we're, we're constantly getting to know each other better, no matter how long we've been married. Yeah. And we have certain stressors that hit us during the day. Our partner may not be even aware of what those are. Mm -hmm. And then we end up snapping at each other. And we wouldn't have done that under normal circumstances. Right. But it's the couple who is willing to kind of come back later and go, okay, let's Let's kind of revisit that. What happened there? How, how, what was the pattern that we don't want to fall into again? Those are the couples, I think, that grow in maturity in their relationship. No, I think you're right. I like how you use the term shorthand for some of this terminology or vocabulary, like so many other marriage tools. Shorthand is a key phrase. It's even an appealing phrase, I think, because, frankly, there's... Some it could be the guy, it could be the the wife, you know, that says, uh, "Gosh, we got to have another long processing <laughs> conversation," uh -huh. you know. So, shorthand because of vocabulary, because of shared terminology, and and uh -huh. you're both kind of on the same page. Like, okay, we both know what that means. Yeah, can kind of help you shortcut a little bit in some situations mm -hmm. how to get to the bottom of things and get back on track quickly without having to get in a long drawn out thing yeah however <laughs> sometimes the long conversation is vitally important yeah sometimes it's necessary right you gotta you gotta untangle some stuff that's taking place i for some reason i had the <laughs> an, i'll share an example of our shorthand that we do is so years ago you and i kind of walked through our emotional needs, which we've actually done a podcast episode about. I don't remember the number of it, but we we did a thing on emotional needs. And everyone's got emotional needs. Mm -hmm. Everyone has two or three, really, that usually kind of rise to the surface. My number one emotional need is approval. Mm -hmm. I may have even said that on the episode. And so we've learned each other's emotional needs because right. that's really key to wanting to meet those needs. It's helpful. And so you and I, like if I show you, like we just redecorated our bedroom, you know, cause we had a pipe burst during the snowpocalypse and blah, blah, blah. Um, and when, you know, it was all done, I wanted you to be like, Oh, Kelly, this is fantastic. So what I, my shorthand with you is I'll go approval, approval. <laughs> and that's a reminder to you that, Oh yeah, that's her number one emotional need. You Just know? in case I'm not locked in. <laughs> so, and that's okay. Like some people might look at that and go, Oh gosh, that's really vulnerable to have to ask for approval. I don't care. I right. want the approval. So I don't care if I have to ask for it. Right. <laughs> so that's an example kind of a shorthand, but mm, I yeah. don't mind asking for the things I ask for. So, <laughs> so. There is a season. Oh, no. <laughs> Cringe. Please harmonize with me. No. Okay. It's not happening. All right. Well, <laughs> if you would like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I would like to give a special thank you to Podcast Rocket for producing this episode. Uh, and I'm sorry I refused your bid. <laughs> I'll circle back and do that with you. 
off mic. Yes, off mic. I, I will get a turn toward bid. Yes. There you go. Well, thank y'all for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all. 